We can make a joke about Dexit. I don't know what it would be, though. Professor Oak, I don't feel so good. <laughs> Since they fucking got rid of everything. Welcome back to a serious series of utmost importance, the series. I'm Neil, one of your hosts. And I'm Chris, one of your co-hosts. Welcome back, Chris. It's been a while. Thanks, Neil. How was, Glad to be back. How was your, uh, how was your trip to the Galar region to collect the, all the Pokemon, all over a thousand Pokemon? How'd that go? Uh, I was stopped at the border. Oh. I couldn't get in. Because you're Asian. That's really nice. Probably. Yeah. What are we talking about in this episode? So we're going to do a little review on the most recent Detective Pikachu movie. And then we're going to talk about the upcoming Sword and Shield video games and the controversy surrounding it. Don't I'm, I'm angry already. <laughs> so this, I'm already angry, but... <laughs> this is just like sort of a... A what's happened in the last year with Pokemon episode. I stopped my mom from throwing away all my Pokemon cards, so that was that was a big big moment for me in the last year of Pokemon. Oh my! I I have them in a. Oh my. I have them in one of the that like red binder with Pikachu on the front, mm-hmm. and there's like card sleeves in them. I hid that under my bed at home. And did you ever collect all the cards? No, I mean. No. I think I stopped collecting at, at like, Generation 2, because I knew it would never happen. But I never even mm-hmm. finished Generation 1. <laughs> Did, what was your most prized card? Uh, holographic Charizard. <sighs> I never got one. I just, that was the one that evaded me the entire time. What was your most prized card? I would have to say, weirdly, a Holographic Chansey. Because that was the first holographic I got in. It was actually on my very first pack. That's you know and, that's a valid reason. Yeah. That's a special moment. Mm-hmm. Now ask me what happened to that Chansey. What happened to that Chansey? I took pity on this little kid who decided to get into Pokemon, and I gave away all my holographic cards. What happened to the kid? Did he? Have, why did you do that? I don't know. I there was like a weird transition period where I was like, oh. I'm too old for Pokemon, and he likes it. I'll do something nice for him. Now I don't talk to the kid. It was actually like a friend of my sister's little brothers. <coughs> so that's a, a lesson. Don't, a, a lesson in not sharing. Yep. Yep. I wish at some point in life, I was planning that we should do an episode on all the Pokemon movies, but. I just didn't see enough of them growing up, and as an adult, I have very little interest in going back and watching the Pokemon movies at this point. <laughs> I don't know. We could uh, we could talk broadly about a few of them, in- sure. including Detective Pikachu. The ones I remember are the first movie, obviously. Um, the second one with Lugia. Uh, I think the third one had Entei in it. 
Mm-hmm. And I remember a little bit about the fourth <clears throat> one uh, with Celebi, I think. Okay. Is that the fourth I, one? I actually, was Lucario the one with Entei, or was that entirely different? I think that was entirely different. I think that was like ten years later. Oh, wow. Okay. So I do remember the first three you talked about, and then after that, you know, with Cel- I don't even remember a Celebi movie, so. I think it was it was called The Power of One. No, no, that was the second one. I don't remember. I don't remember what the the, the fourth one was called. It's the one where they go back in time and, like, Ash is hanging out with a young Professor Oak. Oh, man. They introduced time travel. They did. They introduced um, time travel. <laughs> great. And, and that can... Great. <laughs> so, let's talk a little bit about those, and then um, they are currently remaking those. Really? Mm-hmm. They, in the last couple of years, they've been remaking those early movies. Um, I mean, when you say remade, like, are they going to do it as, like, a live-action remake, kind of like Detective Pikachu, or are they just going to do reanimations with the same... Well, I don't know, like, how do you... So, remake in the sense that the next... Pokemon movie in Japan is a 3D animation version of Pokemon the first movie. Oh. Yeah. I thought 3D died. Oh, no, not not 3D in, like, the home theater sense. 3D in the um, CGI sense. They're making a CGI uh, version of Pokemon the first movie. Okay, I mean, that would be cool. You can see all the tears coming off the Pokemon's eyes. Yeah, it, it, it looks... Uh, the trailer's out. It looks kind of weird. But, you know, we're, we're not the target audience for this anymore. No, I gotta remember that. The, There's also young kids who appreciate it. It's true. And I think after that, they're planning to redo the Orange Islands Lugia one. But before that... I mean... They had a movie called Pokemon I Choose You in 2017, and that is just um, a 2D animation adaptation of the pilot of the Pokemon anime. It was for... Oh, wow. Yeah, it was for some anniversary, I think. It was like the 20th Pokemon movie, so they were like, let's go back to the beginning. But they did this one without Brock and Misty. Interesting. It's just Pikachu and Ash. That... I'm not gonna lie, that kind of sounds boring. I feel like Brock added a lot of comedy, and Misty also did as well, but... Who knows? Who knows? Let me see. It was uh, it was Pokemon. So that was Pokemon. I choose you. And then the next year there was Pokemon: The Power of Us, which was sent, set in the same continuity. But I actually don't remember hearing anything about that. That or Mewtwo Strikes Back. I Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution is the is the one I was talking about with the the CGI version. Oh! Oh! Wow! Oh! Okay. So this one is Pokemon. The Power of Us is the remake of the second Pokemon movie with Lugia. So that already came out. And this is like kind of the fall in the same formula as the I Choose You where there's no Brocker uh, Misty? Yeah, I think so. Interesting. Very interesting. Well, well, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think... 
I think the Pokemon franchise in animation form has, has moved beyond us. But let's talk about those yeah. early days. Absolutely. The first movie. Let's do Pokemon, the first movie. So, did you actually end up seeing this in theaters? I did. They gave me that um that ancient Mew card. That was the tits. Yeah. That was cool. I do remember that. Um trying to think about it. Um I mean, what 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 do you what do you remember from it? I remember them going to that island. I think Giovanni was making clones or something. And then Mewtwo. No, Mewtwo made the clones. And he was, like, trying to make some anarchist society where the Pokemon were in charge of the people or something. I don't know. And then Mew and Mewtwo were fighting, and then Ash jumps in the middle of it and turns to stone, and then Pikachu cries, and that brings him back to life. Is that is that accurate? That sounds pretty accurate from what I remember. All I can remember was when I saw it in theaters, I think the first thing I was like, oh, my God was in that beginning scene where it starts storming and I, I can't remember why but they all like try to cross that like storm like try to cross the sea to like I guess the island or base and like every like there's so many people going but only like five people make it being like wait so did they all just die <laughs> and I was like oh my god that's terrible there's a lot of casual murder happening and no one no one wants to address it Ah, I remember that though. Like I, I think there was a guy with the cloister, right? Or I don't know. Is that a euphemism? That's pretty cool. No, it isn't. But <laughs> oh, that's all I really remember Man. about the first movie. And then, and then Mewtwo runs off at the end. Oh, and I, I do remember that at some point there was like a, an animated sequel. But I don't remember what happens in it. Like a sequel with Mewtwo, not not like the second movie, but like a sequel specifically about Mewtwo, like a TV special. I that's another thing I never heard about. Wow. Wow, this was a very poorly researched episode on our part. Yeah, I honestly, this is. There are a lot of movies. I mean, honestly, they made nine movies. Oh, twenty-three. Oh my god. Not not including Detective Pikachu. That's insane. Yeah. But the second movie, I remember that being really really cool. Was was the, the se- second movie was the best? Yeah, I think that's probably opinion. the best. Was that with the one with Ancient Mew, or was it the first one? I think the Ancient Mew came with the first one. Okay. The, because I, the second movie, I remember there was. That guy with like the floating castle in the sky, who is collecting mm-hmm. the legendary birds. I remember it being set in the Orange Islands, um, and I remember Lugia waking up at, like in the climax, being like, "What the fuck are you guys doing? You all need to calm down." I was trying to nap. Now I have to deal with this. Yes. I also remember that. And Team Rocket um, were like good guys for a second. I remember that. I think they all, like, yeah, they teamed up together, right, to kind of help each other out, because there was, like, a... They're kind of, like, petty crime, and this guy's, like, legit trying to keep, destroy the world, so <laughs> they're like, maybe we'll... <laughs> maybe we'll help out. Um, 
All I remember is Ash finally getting to ride Lugia. And, like, Lugia to me was, like, the coolest legendary Pokemon. Like, I remember, like, coming off of, like, Mewtwo, who, as I grow older, just seems a lot cooler. But Lugia at that point in time was like, oh my god, like, I got Silver Version because I want Lugia. Yeah. Yeah. Because Ho-Oh was, was like, eh, whatever, it's just a colorful bird. We have those in real life, yeah. you know, we have parrots. Peacocks. We don't have we don't have godlike water birds in real life. Who can shoot psychic beams at? Yeah, he was psychic. <laughs> that was awesome. There was there um, was like a um what's the word? Like not a mysticism. There was sort of like a reverence they that the movie made you had for Lugia. Mm-hmm. That, I feel like it kinda of set it up pretty well where it's like you were introduced. Did it come out? Did that movie come out actually in the middle of Gold and Silver, or was it before Gold? I can't remember. It came out in two thousand. It was called Pokemon the Movie Two Thousand. Ah, that makes sense. Um, let me see, when was Gold and Silver released? Probably ninety nine. I did appreciate. Yeah, I did appreciate how they kind of like established that hierarchy because like you. You've already played Red and Blue, you've seen the movies, and you're like, okay, these three legendary birds are, like, the shit. And then you get to the movie, and there's this other bird now that's like, nah, I'm better than all y'all. That's the same generation with the legendary dogs, right? No, legendary dogs is, oh, actually... Because I remember in Burnt Tower, where Ho-Oh was hanging out in the games... You're right. The legendary dogs were, like, created there. Yes, yes, you're right. I got confused. I thought they, I thought that was actually Ruby and Silver, but I forgot the Reggies were Ruby and Sapphire. Yeah, the Reggies are Ruby um, and Sapphire. Yeah. The dogs are Gold and Silver, because it was uh, it was a Jolteon, a Flareon, and a Vaporeon who were mm-hmm. killed in the Burnt Tower, and then Ho Oh brought them back to life as the legendary dogs. Can we just acknowledge all the adult themes that are like casually mentioned in Pokemon, but don't really fully get addressed? Like murder like the, and death. Like, they had like Lieutenant Surge and like <laughs> there being a war, but they actually eventually talk about it, I remember in X and Y, but um yeah, like the idea of war in the Pokemon universe and how that was a theory of why there were no like adult men in the actual like world, which gets really sad now that I think about it. <laughs> it's the it's why the last man but Pokemon. <laughs> the last man on Earth with... What's that guy's name? Brock. Now, who's that comedian? Will. Oh, Will Forte. He's the guy who plays... Yeah. MacGruber. <laughs> last man on... <laughs> yeah. I watched that I'd show. I'd see a Pokemon movie. I watched that show a little bit. It was okay. I didn't watch it very much. And then uh, it got canceled. Yeah. Oh, it got canceled. Ah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember the first season watching it a lot because I remember January Jones was in it, and I was like, "Wow, this is a really good show." <laughs> and then the second season kind of got involved, and I just kind of trailed off after a while. Yeah. Um, God, the legends. There are so many legendary Pokemon now. That are they even special? There's probably like fifty legendaries. There is an excessive amount, and I agree with you in that with each new edition, they just seem less important. 
I think the peak kind of came around when there was like they established a god Pokemon in Arceus. Oh yeah. But then ever since then, I felt like every new legendary they add, it's just like oh, like they have a like domain that they rule. Like I don't know, like at least like with Grudon and, and um, Kyogre, it was like land and sea, and Rayquaza was skies. Mm. But now you're getting these weird Pokemon like Volca- Heatran or whatever. Like, ah, uh, yes, I live in this volcano. <laughs> That's mine. <laughs> it's a very specific subset of the land that Grudon exactly. does not cover. I cover volcanoes. <laughs> Grudon covers all else. Exactly. And you're just like, well... I- We're going to get a fault line or- Pokemon, you know. Yeah. All right, next movie is the... The one with Entei and the Unknown. The third one. Interesting. I, honestly, I cannot say I saw this. Or, I'll say, I remember, like, way back in the day, just being at a hotel, and it was on. (laughs) And I think the Entei was the girl's father? Yeah, the Entei was, like, not actually an Entei, which I remember thinking was really lame. It was, like, a psychological... uh... It was about childhood grief. God damn. The unknown, I think, like, created the Entei for her. Or something. Like, as a manifestation of her, like... Of her trauma. Like I said, adult adult issues being casually dressed yeah. in Pokemon. And then the next... Yeah, there's really not much to say about that. I thought it was not as good. And it, it was kind of a little bit trippy. Like, too trippy for me. And then the yeah. fourth one is the last one I clearly remember watching as a child. And it was Pokemon Forever, because it was number four, you know. Like Fant Force Stick. <laughs> Although I guess that was number three. <laughs> um, and it was Celebi, and Time Travel, and Young Professor Oak. And that's all I remember. And then, oh, man. and the next Pokemon movie I saw was Detective Pikachu this year. Boom. What were your thoughts? I so I remember when the trailer first. I remember the announcement. Then I remember seeing the trailer, and the trailer sold me on it because I don't know if you remember, but on Reddit a few years ago, there was this guy drawing realistic Pokemon on the Pokemon subreddit. Oh, I do remember that, yeah. They hired him to help design the 3D realistic Pokemon for this movie. Well, that I, Wow. Talk about, like, they contacted him. Like, they PM'd him on Reddit. Yeah. That's, um, that's actually amazing. Good for him. Yeah, good for him. So he... So he, those designs... Look, are my favorite part of that the movie? I think. I will say, yeah, I agree. I feel like they did a perfect job of not making it too cartoonish. Like I, but yeah, yeah. Honestly, I agree. They did a phenomenal job at it. Um, I mean, overall, what did you think? You know, of the movie, like storyline. Do you think it sets up a pretty interesting universe that they're gonna like further explore or it's. So it was, I thought it was a good movie for what it was. Um, I, yeah, I think I think like the plot was was good. It didn't. It wasn't groundbreaking, and I think from the moment that they kept hiding 
the father's face, like in the flashbacks, you knew it was going to be Ryan Reynolds and you knew that Ryan Reynolds version, you knew that the Pikachu was his dad. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't so much of a, a mystery in that, but um, I, I thought it was still well done. I don't know how, as far as setting up a universe, yeah, I, I could see like a sequel happening. I don't know how though, because Ryan Reynolds would no longer be Pikachu based on the end of the movie. Maybe he can finally start his Pokemon journey and catch that Cubone that attacked him in the beginning. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, honestly, it was a great. I thought it was a great uh, movie. It was a, if you go in there with no expectations, I felt that I got a lot out of it. Um, the Torteras. I mean, let's, oh, let's, that let's was, talk about that. That was crazy. That was cool. So, I'm gonna be honest. I actually. So I watched it kind of passively. Were those natural Torteras in the world, or were they like being genetically modified? No, they were, they were genetically modified experimental Torteras. Oh, so I mean, think about that. What if you genetically modified a whale lord? Oh my god, <laughs> he would destroy the world. Yeah, I think. He, although the flip side of that, you kill that whale lord, you would have food for the entire population of humanity. I like it. Humanitarian right here. Good thinking. <laughs> oh, man. You're getting into the ethics of, like, GMOs and GMO Pokemon. <laughs> I mean, think about it. What? So they used to eat Slowpoke tails. I imagine they yeah. killed a lot of Slowpokes. That's true. But now they can just modify one giant Slowpoke. Would, so, I never fully understood this. When does a Pokemon become a ghost, and is, how is that different than ghost Pokemon? Because you remember, like that uh, that Marowak ghost was in the that tower in the original games, but then like Ghastly, is that a ghost of anything, or is that just a Pokemon who's acting like a ghost? Uh, you know, that's a good question. I don't really, I don't really remember the distinction anyway. It, it, maybe I'm misremembering. It was the Marowak ghost not a hunter. Oh, was it a hunter? I don't, I don't remember. No, also, I might just be making that up right now. That's a good question. I don't really get the distinction. I mean, there was that theory that Gengars are essentially Clefable shadows or ghosts in itself, but... But Gengars are the I third evolution know. of Ghastly, so what are Ghastly's yeah. ghosts of? Voltorbs? <laughs> then they're different species. And how can how can a, how can the ghost of a Voltorb evolve into the ghost of a Chansey, or Clefable, or whatever? Maybe that's what they're working on in that lab. And is Mimikyu then like the ghost of a Pikachu? Oh god! Oh no, that was just like that's a weird, a ugly ghost that found like a Pikachu costume in war. Yeah, it it used its like disguise as like a, you know, I forgot what that was called in biology. It like, appeared a. Camouflage. Mimic, something mimicry. Mimicry or something like that. Yeah. Well, that's why it's called Mimikyu. Yeah. I'm going to take five minutes and <laughs> contemplate my life. <laughs> All right, there, Neil. What, wow. what, 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 did you, what were your other thoughts on Detective Pikachu? I... Like I said, I guess we addressed the animation aspect of it. I thought the storyline was pretty interesting, too. Just kind of the whole father son one thing was pretty cool and i think they i remember reading about it on reddit i think they might have shown a glimpse of red or ash oh did they 
I think they were they were like theorizing that when he's watching it on television, there's a one. I'll say the one Asian guy, but everyone's pretty much Asian in that show. Um, there's the one like trainer on the TV, and people are like, "Oh, that might be Red." Hmm. And I mean, with that, I feel like they have a lot to explore. Maybe it doesn't have to be necessarily the same protagonist, but maybe they can start up a whole like live action movie. And then have a Marvel crossover. <laughs> Spider Man could uh, you know. could swing into there now that he's no longer in the MCU. Oh God! Um, How sad. One one aspect of the movie I did not like, and I think this is kind of just the actress's fault. And it feels weird to like single out an actress in a kids movie for giving a bad performance. But the girl reporter was just kind of obnoxious. Oh, I do remember her. Um, she was. She wasn't like. T- she didn't like ruin the movie. She wasn't terrible. She was just like overacting. Hmm. Also, I can't remember too much about her performance. Uh, to comment on that, I just do remember that she kind of was annoying because she was like, "Hey, I have this giant government conspiracy, but no one's listening." And it's like, well, no, like people would listen. That's what people like, want, you know. Twitter. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. She was okay. I'm actually trying to remember. I don't even think like the be- the friend in the beginning. Did they even like involve him? No. Yeah, it was like, hey, we're gonna teach you to catch this cubone, and then you get your butt kicked. Was that the actor who played the cab driver in Deadpool? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, Karin Sony. Was. The guy is he played the Pinder in Deadpool and Deadpool Two. That's actually awesome, and I guess he probably has a phenomenal relationship with Ryan Reynolds yeah. with that crossover. That's pretty cool, actually. Ryan Reynolds, um, as the dad at the end, he was actually really subdued. Seemed kind of sad. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I guess they could do more of a sequel on that, but I mean, yeah, cause maybe or maybe a backstory with Ryan Reynolds, because God, I don't see I'm messing up the storyline right now. I mean, we can go more into his life as a detective. Um, but then, how would you call it, Detective Pikachu Two, Electric Boogaloo? Maybe we'll Detective Pikachu point five. Um. I mean, because when he disappeared, you know, there, like, he, so he had an absent. He he thought he had an absentee father, or something happened to him, right? Or did he always think his father was dead? No, no, his father was just absent growing up, and then at the beginning, there was an accident, and he thought his father died. But the father wasn't okay. like missing for his entire life; he was just busy with work. I guess they could talk about that aspect in terms of a sequel, but I don't know if that would be very interesting, or maybe like. <laughs> Team Rocket conspiracy. He's like just actually investigating the underground grounds of Team Rocket, and you get introduced to guys like Giovanni and stuff like that. Uh, I think, I think that would probably be more like not involving Pokemon. That would just be like a Ryan Reynolds detective movie. At that point, I don't think they would make that. <laughs> true. Yeah. True. So the other big news 
of Pokemon in the last year or so. Uh, I, I know you have some thoughts on uh, on Pokemon Sword and Shield. Oh, do I? Oh. First off, it's got to catch them all. You don't just... You don't build something for legit, like, the past 20 years and then completely... Apology is for like shit on that idea. You don't just, you don't ruin that idea. It, it, how, I don't. Okay, I so can't I'm even. Gonna, speak I about I agree it. with you in theory, but I also. So I'm. I've always enjoyed the concept of transferring my Pokemon to the next game, but I've never really done it. It's always just been like in my back pocket. Like yeah, I could transfer them if I wanted to. Uh-huh. And maybe a couple of times I've like traded from one generation to the next, but very rarely. Mm-hmm. So I have less of a problem with them limiting the Pokedex in this game, but also, for our listeners who are unaware, Chris is is a Pokemon master. He has a completed Pokedex in Pokemon Bank, I think. Um, yeah, he has a living Dex. That's the phrase. Oh, yes, that is that is true. I actually just completed the Living Decks this past year around Christmas time. Oh, do you I have finally, Do you have Meltan and Melmetal? Yeah. I don't. I actually heard about him, so I guess technically I don't anymore. I caught all the Sun and Moon Pokemon and all the legendaries that went along with it. I do know they made actually uh, a new Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. And I guess I'm now a fake, a phony by saying I do have a living dicks because they did come out with another, like three other Ultra legendary Pokemon. Well, Ultra Beast, and they have this guy that looks like a Digimon. He's like a Thundercat, like guy. Uh, I gotta look him up right now. They have, they, wait, they have like a new uh, Thundercat? What? Yeah, he looks like, he has like a humanoid figure like Lucario, but he's an electric Pokemon. Um... I, yeah, I'm trying to figure out what his name is right now. It It's insane, because he kind of looks like a Digimon, to be honest with you, which I know has always been kind of the critique towards Pokemon recently, because I feel like they're running out of like art styles. Necrozma. Not Necrozma, which honestly looks amazing, when you, apparently because you can actually take over the legendaries in that. Um, is it like Striker? That, no, that's too of a name. Uh, Ultra Sun, Legendary. Let's see here. This is release. Zacian. No, no, those are the, those are the new guys. Yeah, I don't know who you're talking about. Like a- Zeroara. There, yes. Zeroara. He looks like kind of a, a Digimon, right? He does kind of look like a Digimon. He looks like he could talk. He could talk with a Sylvester Stallone voice. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, Meltan yeah. is a cool concept. 
it's weird that he's only available in Pokemon Go. Yeah. And I, I guess you can that. transfer him to Pokemon Let's Go. But you never played those, I forgot. Yeah. We did an episode on this back in the day. Yeah. I actually never played Let's Go. I did play Pokemon... Pokemon Go was the, the phone version, right? Mm-hmm. The mobile? Yeah, yeah. So I, I did play Pokemon Go. Unfortunately, my career with Pokemon Go ended very abruptly when I went to med school because South Jersey didn't have very many locations that warranted Pokemon gyms and, and I guess, hot spots to get new Pokeballs. So I ran out of Pokeballs very fast. I, I still I play just... here and there. Um, last time we were last, our last Pokemon episode was Pokemon Go slash Let's Go, probably in, um, in like January or February or something. Whenever it came out, and I played a I lot mean, has less the, since then. And has the game like developed at all besides adding new new Pokemon? Well, so we there's new they've they're continuing to add new generations in. They have raids and premier raids and shinies, and they added Team Rocket in now. Some of the Pokestops are, like, corrupted. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah. So, it's, so you just end up battling, like, a Team Rocket, but like a Weezing, or... Yeah, you end up battling, um, like, three Team Rocket Pokemon, and then you get a chance to catch one of the corrupted Pokemon. They have, like, these, these glowing eyes and stuff. It's a little cool. That's, that's actually really cool. Yeah. Wow. But the lore of it is that they're like, in excruciating pain when they're corrupted, but they look so cool, so it's kind of a... Do you want to oh, do you want to really be evil sad. and keep them looking cool, or do you want to I'm actually looking them? up the designs right now. Yeah. Wow. Um, I guess going back, though, to Sword and Shield, so the whole idea of them not necessarily porting every Pokemon into the game... What about, what about the idea... Hello. Hey, can you hear me? E, no, I can. You said the whole idea um, of them not porting every Pokemon to the game. Yeah, so I mean, also, what you kind of gave your thoughts about that. Um, you know, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I kind of like one. I felt like it kind of goes against the whole idea of gotta catch them all. Two, like you know, having a living Dex on an actual console platform. Would have been really cool to see just honestly all these Pokemon in that type of environment. Yeah, I guess three. My biggest, my biggest thing is maybe I'm making this up in my head. But I felt like one of the arguments was that they just didn't have the models ready. Oh yeah, that was bullshit. To do it, which like I don't know how big Game Freak is as a company, but I imagine if you've been doing this and thinking about this for how many years, and is it really that complicated to import a you know typical DS model into, like, a Nintendo Switch, and then just... I mean, I've seen, like, so many videos of people clearly animating different Pokemon. Like, I remember seeing one with, like, a Wingle. Yeah. And that was a big complaint. I don't know. It just... I, I think part of the their explanation for that is that one of the new mechanics in this game, like, Dynamaxing, creates these giant Pokemon with special moves. And I think they were seeing the models more for that were harder to implement if you if you were going to be able to Dynamax every single Pokemon? I guess my only argument with that is, like, you're just introducing Dynamaxing. For the past two years, you've introduced... Nothing. Mega Evolutions. Yeah, you've made... And Z-Moves. 
are you really fully committing to Dynamaxing now to the point where you're that's an excuse as to not include, I guess, you know, all the Pokemon. And I guess, what, what is Dynamax? Is it just Z-moves, but you're really big now? It's uh, You can, I think, become gigantic once in a gym battle. Because um, the gym battles are in stadiums, because it's um, modeled off, off of, like, soccer matches and stuff. Um, and oh. you have a completely different move set when you're Dynamaxed. Hmm. Yeah, so it's just giant Pokemon battling each other, I think. It seems kind of stupid. Not gonna honestly. lie, yeah. that sounds pretty dumb. The have you seen some of the Galar regional variants of some of the original Pokemon? I've seen the wheezing one. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite, my favorite thing with the wheezing one is all the ones after being like Doug Dimidome, owner of the Dimsdale Dimidome. Yeah. <laughs> got the really big tall top hats yeah it could be also double smokestacks oh yeah God, that looks ridiculous I, yeah um i i think he's also a fairy pokemon too right is he he's yeah he's now fairy he's like poison and fairy which is cool i guess I think it's pretty interesting yeah um and with that being said i think that there is a uh wait did new Galarian forms get released, or was that the uh, only ones you heard about? Um, I've heard of the new Galarian form for Zigzagoon. So, okay, so that is interesting, because they actually added an evolution to him as well. But only for the Galarian variant. There's The regular Zigzagoon evolves into Linoon, and then nothing else. But now they created hmm. Obstagoon, but only for the Galar Pokedex. Mm-hmm. Isn't that weird? Also, he... Yes, and I mean, I, I still don't know how to feel about his look. <laughs> They're supposed to look like punks, you know? Yeah, I guess. Interesting. I don't think I'll be playing with him if I decide to get the game. So, yeah, for you, it's a big investment. Are you going to get a Switch, and then are you going to get the game? Because if you get a Switch, it would probably be for this game. Oof. That being said, there are other great games on the Switch. You got Smash Ultimate, you have Fire Emblem Three Houses. Highly recommend all of those. And actually one of my favorite games for Switch is Pokemon Tournament DX. <laughs> um, how, how was Fire Emblem? Just a little side note. Was that a good game? Well, I'm, or? I'm still playing it. I've only played like a little bit of it, but so far it's really fun. And everyone I've talked to about it... Basically, everyone I know who has a Switch, which is not a ton of people, they all got mm -hmm. it, and they're all really enjoying it as well. Is it kind of like a Final Fantasy-type combat mechanics, just looking at it? It's like turn-based combat. Um, I never actually played Final Fantasy, but it's turn-based combat. Similar, in a sense, to Pokemon, but not really. Interesting. Yeah, it's... it's I always hurt, yeah. It's its own sort of... Fire Emblem is sort of its own genre. But the three houses aspect of it, it's um, it's sort of like I heard it described as a really a good Harry Potter simulator. Oh, well, that's pretty cool. Kind of a decent fan of Harry Potter. <laughs> Highly recommend it. Um, I mean, with that said, I I'm honest, I don't think I'm gonna get a Switch for strictly Sword and Shield. Um. 
if if it ends up happening and I do call like pull the trigger on buying a Switch, then it'll obviously be for the other games, and then when Sword and Shield probably goes down in price, out of principle, <laughs> um, I might pick it up then. Um, I don't. Know, I mean, for me, I just the, I. Mm. I, uh, I, you know, I wouldn't pick up a Switch strictly for Sword and Shield. Although, I talked to Franklin. I think he does. He will pick one up. I look forward to the three of ours and maybe Tom's episode at the end of November after we all play Sword and Shield. Because <laughs> what I'm hearing is that you're buying a Switch and playing Sword and or Shield. <laughs> you're going to get Sword or Shield? Oh, yes. God dang it. Um, if I buy I'm getting sword. Interesting. I mean, have you seen that? Have you seen the wolf with the, his head's like just a giant shell? He looks ridiculous. So what are the names of these legendaries? Oh, man. I, that's a good question. I think they started with Z. I think we actually mentioned them earlier. It's, um... Zacian and Zamazenta. The, okay, they that's sound like... really weird. Them is that they sound like a sneeze. Yeah. Yeah, right. I I like the concept of the sword guy, but you know, he's also just a dog carrying a sword in his mouth. He's gonna hurt himself. I mean, does he ever like drop it? I don't know. What what can he like is there like a sheath he can put it in and like put it out or I mean the sheath is his butt, but I don't think there's anything else. Oh, I see. The um, the shield <laughs> guy, though, he actually looks a little badass. I mean, he must have terrible neck pains. Look, Chris, the best offense <laughs> is a good defense. I think I'm going to oh, get shield. Wait. You are? I think so. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm trying to look up what these guys look at, like, again. The shield guy looks... Ah. Zemazenta, the shield guy, he just looks pissed the fuck off. And... Probably is. Zassian, he's terrible neck pains. Zassian, <laughs> the sword guy, he has, like, wings or something. He has long, flowing locks. And he has a sword. He looks like someone who bought a sword to look cool, but doesn't know how to use it. Whereas... Zamazenta looks like someone who was born with a terrible condition and adapted to that condition. <laughs> and now that I'm looking at him again, the shield guy does look pretty dope because he, like, what the sword just looks too skinny. He looks a little, he looks a little goofy. Makes, yeah, he looks kind of frail. I don't know. I mean, obviously. Does that mean that they're gonna have like one guy's gonna be like super strong with special attack and attack, and one guy's gonna be good with like defense, special defense, or wouldn't it be crazy if they just flipped it to to mess with your head? I would. I'd be mad. <laughs> You'd be more mad. <laughs> I'd be angrier than I am already. I oh god. You're totally getting these games. You know, I can hear it in your voice right now. I mean, yeah, you know, you know my willpower. It's not very much. I would. I'm probably going to. I mean, I am gonna look. Spiral. I'm gonna buy this game <laughs> when it first comes out. I 
I I cannot say for sure though, because it it, it would it first I have to convince myself of making the investment of buying a switch before I can make my you know to get to that point. It just now's a great time to buy a switch. They just came out with the new model with longer battery life. How uh, I'm so wondering like if I should wait till Black Friday. I'm, you could, you could. I, I don't think. But then I'd miss the episode. It's true. We're we're gonna record <laughs> maybe the day after that. So if you think, if you think you can beat the game in that day. So that's a challenge. Wow, this is um. I mean, I don't know. For for the most part. Like I said, I never played Let's Go, so I do think that the idea of seeing Pokemon just kind of wandering about is, like, a really neat feature. Which I think is why I'm ultimately kind of sad that... I mean, I know they're not, like, completely... Like, every game doesn't have a full Pokedex ever, Mm -hmm. but, you know, I don't know. I don't think that they're keeping the overworld thing from Let's Go in these games, actually. What was overworld? Is that what you were just talking about, with seeing the Pokemon wandering about? Or like when you're just casually like walking. Yeah, I don't think they're doing down that a road. I wait. I thought the trailer showed it. No. Oh, did they? Yeah, like there's a trailer where like you're kind of walking around. And I think there's a giant. Oh, there's a special zone. Yeah, yeah. I thought you, I thought you meant like in the previous game where Pokemon are following you and you can see on every patch of grass which wild Pokemon there are. So that last case, I thought they are doing, I just based off the trailers. Oh, I didn't get that impression, but you know, maybe they are. I think it would be good if they did. I feel like it. I. I don't know. I feel like that's a cool mechanic, and them just to like not include it would be kind of. I mean, they are removing all Pokemon, you know. Yeah. I loved. I loved the Game Freak response after the thing blew up. It was basically like, "We hear you. We're not going to do anything. <laughs> we don't care." Buy our game. It's like, and everyone's like, ah, shit, you're right. We're, we're still going to buy it. God damn it. All right. So, you know, you just, I don't know. I'm trying to, like, look through the trailer really quickly to see. Because I could have sworn, like, you're in this desert area, and I think you see, yeah, you're in this desert area, and you see a goler just, like, walking around. Ooh. Also, with that being said, I know I'm not sure if you were ever much in the competitive atmosphere, but there was one ability that that Galarian Weezing has that kind of neutralizes flips yeah. the script. Exactly. So that essentially makes that guy slacking totally OP. What's slacking's power? So slacking has a <clears throat> an ability I think called Truant that means that he can only attack once every turn because he gets he's like a gorilla and gets like tired or whatever but now if that is removed he can attack every turn and he is like i think the only non-legendary pokemon that has his overall stats in like the 600s wait wait like so he everyone can attack every turn i thought you mean he can only attack every other turn exactly that's what i mean with his ability his ability is actually like a negative for him gotcha but it's because he would be so overpowered with it or without it and now that they got rid of it now everyone's saying though he's probably not going to be included in the clarion region because of that exact reason yeah Uh. yeah truant 
is an ability that says, you yeah, you can't attack on consecutive turns, huh. which I get for him because he yeah his total stats is six seventy. Let's see if I can compare that to anyone else right now. Pokemon stats. <clears throat> That's annoying that you can't... Oh, wait, you can't categorize it by... Oh, my God, my internet's being really slow. Ah, uh, here it is. Okay. So, with that base stat of 670, he is only 10 less than Pokemon, like Mewtwo, Lugia, Ho-Oh, Rayquaza, Dialga, Giratina, da 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 he is Todd, Kyogre, Groudon, Reggie, Gigas, Kyrim. Oh, I didn't know Mega Gyarados. Yeah, he's he's that powerful. It's pretty cheap. Wow. Uh. I never played with him. Maybe I should. Now you should. After you get the new. Eh. Alright, well, uh, you know what, Neil? You're right. I will eventually get it. I knew it. I just don't know when. I just don't know when. You're going to get it the day it comes out. You're going to buy a Switch for the week before. You're going to get it the day it comes out. <laughs> nah. Everyone knows it. You don't know me. You don't know me. <laughs> All right. That's a, that's a wrap on this episode. Um, thanks for listening. Stay tuned for our next episode, which probably won't be about Pokemon. But, you know, also, then we'll have an episode about Pokemon. We still have to do our second like our later generations one because our first pokemon episode was only gens one through three. Oh, i did not realize that all right i mean i'm all for it sounds great maybe we'll just do that when the after sword and shield so we can include those in it sounds good all right thanks for listening i want to be the very best like no one ever was to catch them is my real test. To train them is my cause. I don't know this part. Each Pokemon to understand the power that's inside. Pokemon, gotta catch them all. No. Welcome to Gather. Gather. Goddamn it. Alright. <laughs> that, that, that'll do. Do we, do we need an intro? No, we don't. I know, we, I know we do. For this episode, we decided not to do an intro because just like Short and Shield, we also don't really care that much about our fans.